Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the afternoon stretch now at 615-844-5600. Now here's Bruno and Zach. Four o'clock here in the Music City, so you know what time it is. Time for the afternoon stretch here on Nashville Sports Radio. Bruno Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Hope everybody is having a terrific Friday, January 20th. Lots going on here in the Music City, lots to talk about. We're glad to be alongside you. If you want to get in, we want to talk to you. 615-844-5600. Jump in on the phone lines. They are wide open currently for you. Bruno Reagan, how are you doing today, sir? Doing good, doing good. Um, man, today was my hard, Today was like my hardest day of training I'll have on my lead up. And I uh, naturally got like two and a half hours of sleep, three hours of sleep last night because <laughs> I used to get away with it when I was in college. Thought I could today. And let me tell you, that was a struggle driving there. It was a struggle this morning. But I'm here. Yeah, you know, there's was it just anxiety of what you knew you were going to do that kept you up, or just yeah, you just I stayed so. up? I I I, uh, I heard a uh, bit from a performance sleep study, like sleep counselor, that talked about that the night before a big event, if it's a game or whatever, something, something that you're nervous for, the night before sleep does not matter. What matters is the two nights before. Well, so fine. the lead up yeah. in your sleep is fine. You could have a bad night's sleep before, but having that lead up is a big part of it. All I'm saying is that drive there was an absolute. <laughs> it was it was scary, but we got there. Yeah, because then like tonight, because tonight you'll have a great night of sleep. Yeah. That's what's gonna happen. Oh yeah, because the pressure's off and all well, that. Well, I don't kind of have stuff, to wake so. up tomorrow for anything, so that's gonna be awesome. Well, I'm too. coming over. No, you're and not. I'm gonna punch you square in the mouth. You're so not coming over. Get ready for that. You're not coming over. You don't like hanging out with brown people. You know? <laughs> hey, whoa! That is not true. That is true. I invited Zach to my house multiple times, and he says no. And what's the one common denominator that's at my house? Culture. So, <laughs> yeah, he invited me to his 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 house. A sh- it's it's a cardboard shack. That's what it That's is. That's racist. He lives on the side of the road. I told you people. Look at what <laughs> you people. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, really pushing the fun today. Oh uh, yeah. It's, it's Friday, guys. I'm free for I'm all losing Friday. my mind. Free for all Friday to get in today. Uh, Devil McKenzie, how are you doing today? You feeling good? Looking good? I got six hours of sleep last night. Yeah. It's not, it's, it's not that good either. <laughs> I think I got you all beat. I fell asleep at like 8.30 last night and woke up at like 7. So I played six hours of Rocket League. In the <laughs> <past>. <laughs> Rocket League is so good. Rocket League is so good. Uh, glad, glad to see you're in. Free for all Friday. It's a great day. Once again, you want to jump in, 615-844-5600. No guests this, this show at all. We're going to be talking. Obviously, we're going to get into the earlier press conference today over at St. Thomas Sports Park. Uh, everything with the new GM of the Tennessee Titans, Rand Carthon. We're going to talk about that. We're going to listen into a little bit of that. And we're going to get into divisional round playoffs today. We're going to talk those. We're going to talk some of the UFC card that's coming up. That's going to be all later in the show. But once again, if you want to get in, 615-844-5600. Uh, so let's let's start talking a little bit. Um, we we – we have talked about it a, a, a lot here, and I want to I want to get some first thoughts out of the way 
about the press conference, press conference that is, if we could talk about it. Uh, we're going to listen into some of it before in the I next ask, segment. Before I ask you, mm-hmm. I wanted to, you saw the video of him walking to the building, right? Yes. Did anyone else not think that was extremely weird? Like I mean, everyone's lined up. <sighs> I don't know. I, I was sh- like, that's this, wildly uncomfortable. They were, it's tough. There's a lot happening in this. I, I don't know. I think Rand Carthon has oh, the ability dope. to do a good job. Well, I really he just do. seems like a dope dude. When he was talking about getting the job, and he was like, yeah, man, I told my girlfriend I want to be a GM. She's my wife now, 20 years ago. And she was like, uh, I thought about dumping you because you're obviously Crazy. not based in reality. Yeah. He was Which. like, look at us now, baby. So I was <laughs> like, this guy is one of the hardest dudes of all. I don't know if it's going to go well, but you've you've already won in life, my guy. So Yeah, I, I, I just – some of it is such a like they know they got to catch social media moments you know what i mean yeah because the 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 side of it though when you look at that when you look at that video of like welcome home and all this kind of stuff and everybody's clapping for him and cheering him on and all that it it's good but you have to assume like to get that kind of bring in there's you know you can't have rainy days without sunny days right the the send off is always just so much the opposite of that, right? Like J Rob is getting fired over a phone call. I saw him at uh, <laughs> I saw him at the Mount Julia Buffalo Wild Wings like five minutes ago. He's just there. <laughs> I mean, that's it's not true. But I know, I mean. well, I there's always going to be some people that take every. I saw a clip of uh, Cowboys two Cowboys radio hosts and they were like <laughs> talking about how the Cowboys are going to answer CMC and they were like, well. We just hope he gets hurt. It's really the only thing we can do. And people on Twitter were so upset about them saying that. So you you just never know who's going to take everything serious. No, you don't. But that is hilarious. I thought it was awesome. I mean, no, it's crazy, right, to just come out and say that, even though it's a joke. But, I mean, there is. I feel like I've said that a few times. People believe that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. If you think the other teams. I mean, Sean Payton put out a bounty to hurt other people, right? Like It was his uh, defensive coordinator, <laughs> oh, yeah. Craig Williams. Yeah, that's right. John but Sean and, knew. Yeah. yeah. He, was, he was right there listening to it. So, I mean, that, that these guys are saying that. But, yeah. Hey, also. That's insane. Yeah. Like the Bounty Gate stuff, all those people should go to hell. That's insane. <laughs> yeah, no, for sure. That's a real take from me. <laughs> uh, the big word that keeps getting thrown around with Rand Carthon, and you're going to hear when we listen into a little bit of the press conference next segment, it is it is collaborator. It, that's what – collaboration. That's what they're – you keep hearing, this guy is going to come in and be a collaborator. And one of the key things that he even said himself is, which I thought was strange, I thought was really strange, you're being brought in to be the GM. He's mm-hmm. coming in saying, I want to come in, get involved with the system so I can become a leader later on. You know, I, I want to learn Mike Vrabel. I want to I want to build that relationship. I want to build a relationship with the scout team. I want to the, 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 all, the, all the inner workings of this team. I want to build that relationship up. And then I'll become a leader. That is strange to me. That's a strange way. And it, it, no, I, I like it. it. And let me tell you why. Well, go ahead. well, what I'm going to say is. Yeah, I'll let you go. I don't want to cut you off. It is why I think the Titans hired him. Because this whole time we were talking about how the Titans might hire with him because they want somebody that's going to play ball. Well, Everything he's saying is he's coming in to play ball. He said, he even mentioned, he's like, a lot of what John Robinson did before me was 
stuff that I'm used to. So he's fitting into a cog. He's not, you know, the, the Kevin Byard quote from the season uh, where he said, you know, there, there's a new jam coming. We don't know what's going to happen with that. He may want to revamp everything. I don't think you're getting that at all. I don't think Rand Carthon is going to innovate the Tennessee Titans as a general manager. I don't think he's going to innovate the, the like, day-to-day, but that's all he wants to learn. I think I think in the the greatest collective data point we have as a talking show is for this exact situation is when the Patriots were going through their dynasty and every one of their coaches got signed on somewhere else. Did any of the Bill Belichick tree have any success anywhere at all? There was only one person of all of them. I mean, Patricia McDaniel, and that was Bill O'Brien, and he really did things his own way. He, he found his own voice. He adapted to a culture. If you go somewhere and you immediately are like, we got to do it this way, I'm going to do it this way, and you don't you – don't, uh, I think one of the greatest quotes I, I live my life by is, everyone wants to be a leader, but no one wants to learn how to follow, right? Mm-hmm. And that's, hey, Game of Thrones. But I heard it before Game of Thrones. I swear minutes. to God. I swear to God minutes, I heard Devlin. it before we Game of Thrones. 12 minutes. Uh, and the one I heard before Game of Thrones was, there's too many chieftains, not enough, you know, in not enough warriors. Yeah, that's, yeah. That's, that's, that's That's the gist of it. So you go somewhere. You learn how it operates, and then you like maybe bring your you bring your ideas and bring your personality. But you can't just go somewhere and be like, "I got a system, I got a method. I'm gonna take my square peg, I'm gonna put it in this round hole." That was the Patriot way for a long time. I mean, look, every every single pe- coach goes by and they're like, "This is how we did it in New England. We were one of the greatest dynasties ever." And then it's a team, it's a franchise that's been around seventy years, and they're like, "We've never done any of this ever." I didn't know wins were supposed to be like morgues. So that's, you know, it's that, that, and th- I say that just to say sometimes you have to sit back and observe for a little bit. You, you have to get acclimated. You can't just come in with, you know, guns blazing. It, you can. I don't think it's going to work. You know, what if he came in and is just like, yeah, let's just trade Traylon Burks and see what happens. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's, that's essentially, I mean, when J Rob did show up, that was things like that happened. I mean, the, the old guard, if you will, of the team. You know, we're we're basically gone, uh, with because it was Mike Vrabel and John Robinson coming in basically at the same time. So, uh, I I do I think that there's some of that that I'm I, I'm I, I have a, I have a very positive outlook on him right now. It's very it's so early in everything, uh, that I do have a very positive outlook. There's just some things that it does kind of line up. Even his how quickly he got hired, and you'll hear it if you haven't already. He talked about. It was he had a, he had an interview on Friday, last Friday. So we're a week away from his first interview. He got a call back to come back on Monday, and then was sitting in the terminal to fly away, and got the call that he got hired. So he got hired. He was like, "Should I le- should I leave? Should I get on the plane still?" <laughs> well, I, yeah, right. Yeah. Like he said, he, I mean, he's sitting in the terminal and just got hired to be the GM of the Tennessee he Titans. Couldn't celebrate. He couldn't do anything. You know, oh, I would have. But put the phone on mute or something. You know, just <laughs> go to the bathroom and cry. Ian, or Ian something. Rappaport tweeted about it five minutes ago. He's like, "How does he know? That? <laughs> How does he know that Snoop Dogg called him like Nazi <laughs> Harris. You know, <laughs> Nazi Harris is like, one. I got called by Snoop Dogg before I ever got called by the Steelers. Uh, but no, you know, I, I, I don't know." It just seems so fast, and then you go back to when J. Rob is fired. That was that was the whole that was Amy Adams Strunk, Strunk's whole situation was saying we're we're willing to wait all the way past the Super Bowl to get somebody. 
Well, no, you weren't. You got you you hired somebody out four days. So I think they know that he's going to fit a glove that they want for the team. Is that good? Is that bad? That's going to be yet to be seen. But they moved very quickly on this guy. Mm-hmm. They moved very, very quickly. And, you know, it. even uh, Vrabel talked about it in the press conference saying that the conversations that we had that lasted for hours that felt like 15 minutes, you know, it, we just really did click. And, and he may have. And I think he's going to bring a very good player knowledge of the game into the business acumen of the game. I do think he's going to do that. And maybe it is just a situation where it is just he checked every box, everything that he said was what they wanted to hear, and they brought him in. So it could have just been that. It could have been when you know, you know kind of situation. And Amy Adamstrunk must have known right away. But the guy is in the terminal. Or maybe the other interviews were just so bad that they were like, this guy is the only one that speaks English. (laughs) (laughs) Or maybe, or maybe everyone else saying, yeah, Titans need to to be fixed. You know, I'm coming in and I'm changing. I'm changing things. And they said, whoa, whoa, whoa. Mike Vrabel's the coach. You're going to listen to Mike Vrabel. And maybe this guy came in and was like, no, I'm going to listen to Mike Vrabel. This is everything Mike Vrabel does wrong, and they just – they pull the lever and he falls into yeah. like a Punjabi trap from Vietnam. <laughs> ah! <laughs> just, just Doctor Evil, just which the button that puts him into the with the lasers with or sharks with lasers on their freaking head. You know, like <laughs> that's just where they go, uh, dropping into hot magma. You know that that could have been that could have been what it was. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see how it all plays I'll out. I'll tell you one. I'll tell you who I. I tell you. I think the new the players that were maybe on the edge, they should breathe a sigh of relief because I don't think he's going to make any major moves. Nope. Like, the like team. On Malik Willis, like where everyone was pretty critical. Malik will get his shot in camp coming up. Mm. Might might even see a Dennis Daly still be on the roster. You know, you know, you, he's you, dancing his way around that field. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good one. Yeah. Uh, Again, I never hold the DMs against any man. No, I mean, I agree with that, and and to up to an extent, obviously. But, uh, yeah, no the the team like the whole Kevin Byard. We don't know what's gonna happen. Kevin Byard's gonna be here. Derrick Henry's gonna be here. It, it doesn't feel like many many of the pieces are gonna change, and that's good. That's bad. I'm not sure. I'm not sure yet. I I personally, for me, I mean, we've said it on the show. I think a rebuild needs to happen for this team. Uh, they have a lot of pieces that are just kind of aging out of positions, if you will, that you're building your your foundation around that still doesn't feel like there there is. Who can he bring in? Everybody right now just is praying that Trey Lance is traded to the Tennessee Titans. That is just everybody's goal right now. Not going to happen. I can't imagine that's going to happen. Uh, there's a lot to learn. There's a lot to learn about it. A lot of questions, though. A lot of questions. And, you know, from this press conference, did, did we learn more about what he's really going to do from from football action? No, not really. We learned a lot about the guy. This guy even said, you know, I grew up a military kid, moved from I'm, – I'm used to going into new situations and, and being able to join a group. Adapt. Adapt. So – Like a chameleon. Someone should have been like he's, – he's, That's his nickname. He's used to being moved around. Ran the chameleon carthon. Maybe you don't – maybe there's not longevity with this guy. I don't know. I feel like you can strike gold every now and then. Oh, absolutely. Well, it's all he's. A, what has he only done his entire career? Upward momentum in his yep. career. 
Where else are you going to go? GM of PSG in France? <laughs> Arsenal? Like, what? what's next? You're at the top, baby. Just five years later, he's a president. <laughs> and he's not going to take a job, I, I'm sure, that like he doesn't see in the long term. Because if you're taking a GM job, it's not like something I'm going to go two years and then bounce to another. No, you're like, yeah, 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 you're yeah. in that. You're digging in. I don't know. We're going to listen. When we come back, we're going to run to a break here. If you want to jump in, 615-844-5600, we're going to listen into some of the press conference, talk about some of the key points that he actually spoke about, some of the questions the media asked him, because there are some revealing answers inside of here uh, for sure about what he already has as a thought about the Titans, because he's still got to learn about them. I, I mean, the guy probably has a set of he, – he's, he's got to learn about the Tennessee Titans right now. So there is a learning curve process that has to happen here. Once again, if you want to jump in, 615-844-5600. Back after this here on the afternoon stretch. Good afternoon. We still see that heavy and slow traffic trying to get out through Robertson County up there coming out of Kentucky on 65 southbound. It's been interesting up there today. Traffic's busy out here for our Friday on the south loop, the west loop. It's picked up on that traffic volume out through Mount Juliet. Watch for a lot of radar out there through Wilson County down I-40 this afternoon. Nash Painting services all the Middle Tennessee. They're online right now. Check them out. NashPainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. They say they'll get your biggest tax refund. Jackson Hewitt says your biggest tax refund guaranteed and a chance to double your tax refund. Thousands in weekly prizes during the Double Your Refund sweepstakes. Your biggest refund times two, twice the money. So forget about them. File your taxes on the double at Jackson Hewitt today. No purchase necessary to enter or win. Open to U.S. residents 18 or older who file a 2022 federal tax return. Promotion ends 4223. Visit jacksonhewitt.com for rules. Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. When the prospect of divorce becomes a reality, you need a partner that you can count on. If you're a man in this situation, consider contacting Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men navigate complex legal matters for 30 years. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Nashville area attorneys, a partner men can count on, 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Online at CordellCordell.com. NFL Plus is here, which means no matter where you are, this is how you football. You can stream live, local, and primetime regular season games on your phone or tablet. 45-minute game replays and more. That's how you do it right there. This is the NFL for every fan. This is football freedom. This is your game on the go. Wherever you are, this is how you football. Go to plus.nfl.com slash radio and start your free trial of NFL Plus today. Terms and conditions apply. With 13 locations nationally, including Smyrna, Star Leasing Company is a semi-trailer one-stop shop and the perfect place to build a career as a semi-trailer mechanic. Seeking candidates with all levels of experience, Star Leasing Company has a semi-trailer technician trainee program with sign-on and quarterly bonuses and other opportunities such as $1,000 for having a yearly physical. Package also includes 401k with company match, health, dental, and vision insurance, competitive pay with weekly paychecks, and paid holidays and time off. Star Leasing Company, not your typical semi-trailer leasing company. It's StarLeasing.com to learn more. Your exclusive national sports radio, WNSR Sky Scan Forecast. For this afternoon, sunshine, high 48. Partly cloudy tonight, low 28. Sunshine Saturday, high 50. Clouds and showers Sunday, tapering off in the afternoon, high 48. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio. 
I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. Call now, 615-844-5600 with any criticism of the afternoon stretch. Don't worry, they're not smart enough to understand. The afternoon stretch, Bruno Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. If you want to get involved, we want to talk to you, 615-844-5600, free for all Friday. Anything you want to talk about is wide open today on this Friday, January 20th. Earlier today over at St. Thomas Sports Park, we got to hear a little bit of Rand Carthen and his story which I think the story's great. If you haven't listened to the full press conference, you should go back and listen to it. We're going to listen into a portion of the media questioning of Ran Carthen here, and then we're going to discuss some of the key points to kind of get brought up in it. Uh, let's go ahead and dive into this from earlier today. Hi, Rand. Teresa Walker with the Associated Press. Uh, as you are learning names, learning your way around this building, there's a, a lot of questions facing this franchise uh, this offseason. Do you start with a salary cap or is quarterback maybe the, the top of your to-do list and trying to figure out where to go next? I think uh, Mike Vrabel is the top of my to-do list um, and us working together and forging a relationship and coming up with our uh, plan on how to build this roster. You know, I think uh, there are a multitude of things that we need to do that we need to uh, fix and make this organization better. But my number one priority is spending more time with Mike Vrabel and learning the systems that are here in place and how I can help improve upon them, and which will help us build a championship team. And what, are the, what are the challenges of getting to know your scouts and scouting simultaneously? Well, it's um, so just kind of give you a, a little bit behind the curtain. Um, came in this morning uh, pretty early uh, before all of this. So I've, I've already met with, um, with RC and the pro department and, um, and then the college scouting department as well. My plan isn't to come in here and flip everything over right now. I think that would be extremely selfish. Uh, I'm the one new person in, so it's easier for one person to adjust to a group of 20 or 25 uh, people. So my job right now is to come in and learn the systems and processes that have already been in place. Um, and there are some commonalities um, from what J-Rob had here versus what I've had in the past. So it's a little bit easier to learn the language. Um, but just over time, man, just spending time. It's just like any, any relationship. It takes time and it takes effort and work. And I'm willing to do that and I'm going to do that. Mike, I mean, did you know Mike well before you got here? And maybe what are your thoughts about what have your thoughts been about him from afar and now getting to know him a little bit? So uh, Tuesday was the first time that I met Mike in person. Um, uh, 2005, um, I was a bottom of the roster player for the Colts. So I was inactive in the 2005 game, the Colts-Patriots game where Mike played. I was inactive, didn't get to meet him then. Uh, my father, who's here uh, in attendance, was on the staff in 2009-2010 uh, uh, at Kansas City Chiefs uh, where Mike finished. So never had a, a relationship with Mike. I've always respected him. Uh, Mike is a, he's a football coach. And you could see that, and, you know, it permeates off of him, off of the screen. You know, so I was excited to get the opportunity uh, to meet with him this past Tuesday. And like he said, we just had a level of conversation that could have went hours, you know. And so I, what I do recognize and understand with Mike, our core philosophy and, and just our ground base of football, it comes from a similar place. So that's going to allow us to kind of start, you know, in a, at a higher uh, level. And I'm just looking forward to uh, working with him and building, uh, building this team. 
Right, you're known as a collaborator, and that was a big thing that this organization wanted. In your meeting with uh, Mike Vrabel, like, what was it that made you feel like that relationship would work? And then also, how can you lean on your past experience seeing John Lynch and Kyle Shanahan, how that worked? How would that help you in this relationship? Right. So, you know, I've been multiple organizations, um, like I've mentioned, and I've seen it done, you know, different ways. But the best way I've seen it done is when the head coach and the GM are in lockstep, right? It's my job. It's our job as scouts is to execute Mike and his coaching staff's vision. Right. I'm not calling plays on Sunday. I'm not designing plays throughout the week. And so it's our job to bring the right players in here to execute his vision. But in our conversation um, that we had the other day, again, like I said before, our grassroots, you know, foundation of football comes from a similar place. And we see the game, you know, the same way. And so I'm just excited to, you know, learn the systems, the offensive system, defensive system, and special team system that he's put in place. And I think like, having a better knowledge of that is going to help, you know, me work with him and build a championship football team. Other than the fact that it's a GM job that's open, what was attractive about this specific job to you? These people on the front row. Um, you know, obviously, um, and I talked with Miss Amy about this, GM has always been a dream of mine. But it was always about the right fit, you know, and it wasn't about getting the job. It was being in a place that's going to support you and put you in a position to keep the job. And like I said, um, when I met, you know, uh, these guys in, uh, I guess, three, four weeks ago, whenever it was, it, it really opened my eyes. And then throughout the interview process and actually getting a chance to meet uh, Kenneth throughout that process, um, it just confirmed to me that this is the place that I wanted to be. You know, I'm coming from a good situation in San Francisco. Uh, it was a really great building, you know, a lot of strong relationships there. So for me to leave and want to seek opportunity somewhere else, it had to be a special place, and I truly believe that this place is special. Grant, what would your team look like if everything goes according to plan? Uh, we'd be hosting trophies and having parades and, you know. Oh, it's going to be it's gonna be a grind. It's going to be a process. And, you know, like I said, um, our thing is right now is me and Mike developing our relationship and really me coming in this building and learning, you know, what's in place and how I can add value. You know, one thing I imparted on the group uh, during my interview, uh, my stepfather was in the military and I moved around, you know, a bunch you know, throughout my life. And being living in San Jose these past few years, that's the longest I've ever lived in one spot in my 41 years of living. And so I've always had to be the person to come in and just insert myself into a new culture, learn that new culture and see where I fit. So I feel this is natural. You know, this is a natural thing for me to do is come in and learn my fit. And over time, I'll establish myself, you know, as a leader and help Mike build the team that he wants. As you, as you peruse this roster and you see kind of where things stand right now, do you feel like this team is maybe just a few fixes away from being a contender again? Or do you feel like that there's major changes? That no, this is a competitive team. This is a competitive team, and, and we can win football games. But at the end of the year, you, you evaluate your roster every year, and you're always looking for ways to improve that. And so that's what we're going to do here. Um, although I feel the team is competitive and we're good, the, the objective is not be good. The objective is to be great. And so we're going to continue to work to build a great roster. Um, and that's going to be every year. You know, So it's, you can always take it to a new height. So that's going to be our approach common threads of the three organizations you've been with in terms of operations, scouting, decision-making, all that? And if so, what are they? So, again, uh, you know, here under J-Rob's tutelage, under RC's tutelage, um, a lot of the core uh, scouting aspects, um, the genesis of it was New England. 
uh, which is where I got cut my teeth in Atlanta under Thomas Dimitrov, who was a college director uh, in New England. We learned the system uh, from Les. We kind of brought a little bit of it to uh, St. Louis. Um, and then when I got to San Francisco, the, the aspects of it were the exact same under John Lynch and Adam Peters, who also worked with the guys in New England. So that's a lot of the foundation. Um, and so those are the close things. Um, I think in all three buildings, um, those three buildings and now including this, as I'm getting to know these guys, uh, there are great scouts here. Uh, there are guys who are passionate about the job, passionate about the sport, and passionate about winning. And um, so I think those common things will allow us to be successful. I don't think that's fair. Um, at this point, we're still evaluating the roster. I am, you know, and that's going to take further conversations um, with me and Mike. Ryan has been great here. He's won a lot of football games, and I look forward to us winning football games, but I still need more time, you know, to evaluate and make those decisions. As you know, this is a quarterback-driven league, and um, people are hired and fired every day over that position. So we want to, I, I want to spend more time evaluating that position. So I'll have my own opinion, and Mike and I will confer and, and figure it out. How much do you pull from your journey? Because it's been a ways to get here. You kind of described it from the different organizations you've worked with, and pulling from what worked maybe and what didn't, and how beneficial is that now that you are that guy? Well, uh, like I said, coming in, I've seen it done you know, a bunch of different ways. And um, the one thing I, I take away from it is, again, goes back to that word collaboration. Like collaboration truly works. Um, you know, again, I've said it, uh, you know, kind of tongue in cheek, but I could be the greatest talent evaluator of all time. But if I can't bring Mike the players that he needs to fit his system, um, then it's not going to work. Um, and it's, you know, we're not here to collect talent. You know, we're here to build a team. And so, you know, just being able to pull from all my different experiences, you know, I tell my kids all the time, every situation is a learning situation. You're either learning what to do or what not to do. And so uh, taking from all those lessons of what to do, what not to do is going to help, you know, help us in this part. So much of your experience coming on the pro side, um, how much draft side experience did you get in the last two years with the, with the elevation in San Francisco? And can you talk us through how much, while you're on the pro side, you were involved in the draft, or is that going to be a big jump for you? No, so um, I've been predominantly pro by title. Uh, so I've had draft experience since I've come into this league. Um, you know, just, again, under, under uh, people who understood my skill set and allowed me to grow uh, from that space. So uh, director of pro, uh, pro scout, those have just been my titles, but not necessarily my job. So that's some of the media questioning to Rand Carthon that happened earlier today over at St. Thomas Sports Park. There are some more questions that were asked. One key one I want to get into is the Ryan Tannehill question that is, is this your quarterback? And his answer, it's not fair to ask that question right now. You know, I can't say that right now. I mean, really, the first part is like, <laughs> that was probably a genuine reaction. Like, that's not fair. I can't – and he can't – He, I mean, he can't have an answer. I'm sure he thought about it, but that's something you need to go over with as a staff and all that cute corporate, you know, work. Other than that – Tannehill's not your quarterback. That's what he was saying. That's his, that's his answer. And I, I'm telling you, this guy checked all the, bo all the boxes off to play Titans football. I'm telling you – the more you hear, it goes on. Another question gets answered saying, can you really win a Super Bowl built around a, a running back? 
And his answer is a definitive yes. A definitive yes. This guy's come in to play ball with the Tennessee Titans. And that's I'm not saying that's a bad thing. I'm just saying don't expect a whole lot of brand new to be going on with the Tennessee Titans. Ryan Tannehill's not the answer. You know, for him to sit there and say it's not fair, people get hired and fired off of this issue, he he doesn't want Ryan Tannehill. That's for sure. So I don't know what they're going to do with the quarterback spot. I, I don't know exactly. I can't put a finger on say this is the guy, this is their way. I know that's not going to happen. But no matter what, it's going to be somebody who is going to be able to accent a Derrick Henry-led offense on the Titans side. Mm-hmm. And the defense is good, right? Like the defense, you need, you need to get a stud in the secondary for your corners, your outside coverage. Outside of that, Christian Fulton can be a good cornerback too. That's for sure. He can, I don't think he can be the number one. So it's they're not far. Their front pressure might be the best in the NFL when everyone's healthy and on their game. Yeah. I, it was funny. I listened to a, a clip from Pat McAfee's show, and they they were talking to Von Miller, and then Cole Beasley, who's on the Bills right now, comes out of nowhere, and they're like, Cole, what happened in Tampa? He was like, they tried to make me run 45 practices a game and I, or 45 plays of practice, so I got out of there. And I'm just like, I wonder, that's what, I bet that's what the Titans do. I bet they just wear these guys down. We, we never get to see their full potential on a Saturday because of an old school, you know, head case. They're like, I don't know what's going on. Yeah. I think I have a general idea. Yeah. Uh, hey, because that would have helped John Robinson if everyone was healthy. He'd probably still be here. Probably. That's, I mean, really. If Randy Bullock makes that kick against the Giants start season, <laughs> yeah. I'm telling you, we're in a complete, we're, we're in a we're completely in a conversation. World. Yes. Yeah. The butterfly effect of that missed 40-yard field goal to lose the game is it is astounding the way that the season would have played out. I truly believe it. But that I'm telling those some of those answers are very, very eye-opening. Very eye-opening to see why he got the job with this team. Mm-hmm. And I, like I said, I, I I'm not going to sit there and say, "Oh, he's great." I'm not drinking any Kool-Aid. I'm not doing that. Fans do that. Hey, you're a fan of the Titans? Fine. Be excited for your new GM and what the future may hold. Be excited that maybe this weird rumor of he might go and get Trey Lance because he was with the 49ers and he's got the connections and all that. Be excited if you want about that. I'm not going to drink the Kool-Aid on this guy. I'm not going to say that he's going to be bad, though. I'm not going to say that. We don't know. We don't know. John Robinson came in and made gigantic changes right away. Him and Mike Rabel cleaned house from old regimes and changed the, the the structure of Tennessee Titan football for the better, for the better. Up until this season, everything had been great. Technically, John Robinson had never been a part of a losing season with the Tennessee Titans because he didn't finish out this season. Yeah, true. They were winning still when he was here, and you know, at least on the on the. Uh, he got kind of munchecked. It, you just he missed so many pieces they the reasoning for their firing still makes sense to me oh no no I, i'm just saying and not saying that the point i say much just because that firing if they didn't do that they wouldn't have had Vrabel, right and we've all viewed that as an upgrade so maybe carthon's an upgrade and we just had to pull the plug on someone we signed a four-year extension malarkey. with mike, oh, oh, mike malarkey yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. who did i say munchak okay which he was a coach before that too so yeah. fits but uh yeah no you're you're right you're right. I think you're right, but I understand there was the, the firing of J. Rob was needed for the Tennessee Titans. But I, hey, they're all going to be fired one day. Every one of them. Every one of them is going to be fired one yep. day. That's the nature of the business. Yep. Not a lot of GMs that get to retire. I'm trying to think of 
I, there's got to be some out there, I imagine. The one that mess me, would mess with me on the Colts is still there somehow. So good for you <laughs> for snaking that one out. But yeah, the uh, I, I just think some of the answers there. Once again, not a whole lot you get to learn about actual football operations, if you will. What's going to well, happen? You're going to learn through action. Exactly. Exactly. Very excited. Uh, and and right every now, every draft I mean, pick he's going to make, Titans Twitter is going to declare a home run. Yeah. No matter who it is, so mm -hmm. just be ready for that one too. I love the draft because every team hits, no one misses. I love the draft. It is because it's just hey, the most I will nothing burger of all time. When Dylan Raidens was drafted, you thought nobody, none of it made sense. Oh, okay. I will say that one. Everybody was a collective like, hmm. <laughs> Maybe this wasn't the spot. Maybe this wasn't the guy. I was on a mini camp with uh, two guys from because Dylan Raines was from NDSU, right? North Dakota State University, the powerhouse in D one AA. Pretty sure he was. I played with two people from there. They, there's a reason they're in D one AA. They were tough, smart. They were tough guys. Yeah, yeah. They were tough. Yeah. But you could tell <laughs> they weren't SEC caliber. One of them was, a, I think, a seventh-round draft pick, though. They were like, let's just pick up this 6-1 farmer, farmer yeah. kid. It's, <laughs> it's hilarious. Uh, if you want to jump in, we want to talk to you, 615-844-5600. There's a lot to learn, a lot to learn from Rand Carthon. Not everything we're going to learn in one press conference, but I think it was great. Loved his shoe game. That was awesome. He dresses like me. I love it, and that <laughs> makes me so happy. So, uh, also, the beard. He's got one of the best beards in the business. Fear the beard is definitely going to start. Like, that's going to start at some point. I feel like we should go ahead and get in on more Fear the Beard, like Titans apparel kind of stuff, because that's going to catch on soon enough. Uh, yeah, it, there's it's it's positive momentum. Everybody's excited when a new guy shows up. Let's just see how he actually plays out. See the moves that are going to happen this offseason. Because, look, this is the other thing. He's thrown to the fire now. Like, it's... It's right now. You know, the whole, I'm going to watch and learn. Like, yeah, he's definitely going to watch and learn, but he's got to make decisions now because we're call, uh, 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 combine is very soon. The draft is very soon. There's a lot happening right now. So, and Titans have some big questions that need answered this offseason. So we'll see what happens. When we come back, we're going to get into our keeping it safe picks of the week. It's a bounce back week. It's a bounce back week. That's for sure. But they're going to be good here on the afternoon stretch. Afternoon is pretty typical right now for a Friday out here as it struggles sometimes. 24 across the Sullivan Evans Bridge, just that heavy traffic volume. Speaking of struggling, 65 is still crazy slow up there coming out of Kentucky into Tennessee. Uh, it's going to take a while for folks to get down 65 southbound. Again, out of Kentucky, uh, down through that Portland area, Robertson County. Watch for a lot of radar, I-40 this afternoon in Dixon County. Hey, Nash Painting Services all in Middle Tennessee. They're online at nashpainting.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. Today on Hey Culligan, reverse to reduce. Here's Bob. Hey Culligan, I love fresh water, but I got plastic bottles coming out. Whoa, there. Bob, you are not kidding about the bottles. But did you know Culligan's reverse osmosis and always-on drinking water systems provide fresh, clean, delicious drinking water and help reduce the equivalent of over 15 billion plastic bottles from landfills worldwide? Holy fresh, <laughs> environmentally friendly drinking water. Am I right? Right, Bob. And we're already on the way. Let us help you out with a free in-home water test from a local Culligan water expert at Culligan.com. 
Hi, this is Joe Cordell with the law firm Cordell & Cordell. Divorce can be complicated, especially if children are involved. If you're a father and want to protect your role in your children's lives, remember Cordell & Cordell. We've helped men with matters like these for 30 years, and we'd love to help you. Contact Cordell & Cordell to schedule an appointment with one of our firm's Nashville area attorneys, a partner men can count on. 810 Crescent Center Drive, Suite 160, Franklin, Tennessee, 37067. Online at CordellCordell.com. Hey, Nashville, start your day the right way with Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel. Bongo Java is Nashville's oldest local coffee company. Get your day started with a freshly baked muffin and wash it down with a hot cup of dark roast or hair of the dog blend. With free Wi-Fi, you can get some work done while enjoying a toasted breakfast sandwich. Beat the traffic, treat yourself at Bongo Java Cafe, located in the lobby of the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown Music City. When was the last time you did something fun with family, friends, co-workers, and clients? What if I told you about a place under one roof that offers affordable entertainment for all ages? That's what you'll find at Strike and Spare Family Fun Centers in Donaldson, Hermitage, Tusculum, Hendersonville, and Murfreesboro with bowling, games, food, drink, and entertainment for all ages. Enjoy an enhanced experience in Hendersonville or Murfreesboro where they feature additional fun with bumper cars, laser tag, roller skating, and more. All locations are open seven days a week, including holidays. Visit online at strikeandspare.com. Strike and Spare, where fun is bowling. When you're away from home and you want down-home cooking, Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel is the answer. Excellent, fresh, and local, just like Grandma used to make. Start your day with a Music City omelet and some prime rib hash. Or a cast iron waffle with Nashville hot chicken. For those wanting variety, hit the biggest breakfast buffet in Music City. And, of course, the world-famous Biscuit Bar. Start your day with the fresh, local, and down-home cooking of Kitchen Notes at the Omni Nashville Hotel, 5th Avenue, downtown. The show that makes the average person say, hey, I can do that. The Afternoon Stretch. Bruno Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Every Friday at this time, we get into our Keeping It Safe picks brought to you by Austin Hardy State Farm Insurance. Time now for the Keeping You Safe Pick of the Week. Brought to you by Austin Hardy State Farm Insurance. The real safe pick will always be Austin Hardy State Farm Insurance. Check them out online, insuredwithaustin.com. We'll talk a little bit more about Austin on in just a minute. But I got to say, last week, boys, we don't do this a lot. This doesn't happen. Typically, it's, it's the opposite. But we hung a zero burger. On our picks last week. I think it's the second time since we started doing this. Yeah, well, that's that one was tough. Yeah, the I think it was the very first one we did. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It yeah. was. That's hilarious. Yeah. <laughs> after that, we got hot. It was always – it's typically two of three is what we end up getting, which we say be safe and take all straights, right? That's that's what we always say with these. Yeah, I take the parlay. Yeah, you do that, and but you be safe and just take the straights if you're listening to us and you're taking this advice. Uh yeah, they all they all just missed. Uh, I missed with uh, Predators on Saturday, just getting thrashed by a, a mid team, and then Chargers, uh, Chargers spread missed yep. on that one. On the Jags, and then Devlin, which looked like an unbelievable lock of the week. It really did. <laughs> and then Devlin missed on Bengals, the eight and a half, eight and a half with the Bengals. Which I <laughs> hitting the big one on that game. 
But we're back. We're back. Fresh slate. We're right back in it now. Bruno, where are you starting off? Dude, I am <laughs> I'm back in America's team in the NFC. In the wow. NFC, I'm I'm a big America's team fan. Well, I just look at them in the Niners, and I think, who who has who has the better receiving threat? Uh, who has the edge in that? The Cowboys or the Niners? Maybe all around the Niners, but I think Ceedee Lamb has put together an extremely impressive season for himself to call himself the best receiver on that field. Tony Pollard's no slouch either. Sharing reps with Ezekiel Elliott, and he's still, you know. I'm not going to say he's better than CMC. I think that's ridiculous. The things CMC can do probably make him a quote-unquote better player. But that's a close one. And then I give my edge to I give my edge to Dak because I love him and no other reason. <laughs> and no other reason. Because Brock Purdy, by most measures, has outplayed Dak. Dak, Dak I'll, I'll give Dak this, or I'll give the Dak haters this. He has thrown a ton of interceptions. More, uh, he's behind Derek Carr, and he missed like what seven games, but he's second place in the entire NFL for interceptions. No, number one. Yeah, he's number one. I now believe there. he got number one. Yeah. Wow, good. What an accomplishment. His team's still in divisionals. Mm-hmm. I think they give the Niners their hardest challenge, and this. I just want to see how Brock Purdy reacts when he gets rattled a bit. Like, what happens when you go zero for three and then you throw an interception? How are you going to respond? We just don't know. Let's say. Honestly, same thing with Dak. I just my personal bias favors the Cowboys. Listen, I want to see them and the Giants in an NFC Championship game. I think it'd be hilarious. Mm. All right, so you're sorry. I'm, I'm Cow- Cowboys plus four. You're taking the Cowboys plus four. Mm-hmm. Okay, Devlin, where are you going in this one? Back to all reliable yeah. every week. I'm taking Cincinnati in this one, and I know some of you are probably saying, "Well, Devlin, their offensive lines out." This guy, Joe Burrow, got sacked 70 times last season and made it to the Super Bowl. Yeah, This could work into his favor. This guy's <laughs> going to be fired up. This guy loves getting sacked. He might get sacked nine <laughs> times like he did against the Titans last year and still win the game. I think That's the Bengals cool. cover. I think the Bengals cover five and a half very easily, and I do think they went out right. So just give me the five and a half. I'll take the points. We're keeping it safe. I'm not going to go crazy. Bengals, five and a half. All right. You're just right back to the well. I mean, they, they brought you to this point. They really did. They finally failed on you, but, yeah, I don't know about that one. That one's scary. I, I've got the bills. I really do. I understand. I think we talked about this yesterday. Just It's just set up for everybody to be so sad, Cincinnati. It really is. They're all going to cry about how they didn't get a chance to win that game at home, and then they go in and lose against, and I don't think they cover five and a half. Buffalo barely beat a third-string quarterback at home. Barely. No. Seven the rounder, baby. I mean, that that game should not have been close. Josh f- Allen's going to show up. It was a two-touchdown <laughs> Yeah, well, spread. Josh Allen did not show up for that game. We'll see if he does show up. That's the, probably the game of the divisional round, Buffalo. Buffalo. It really uh, is. Cincinnati. Cincinnati, I did. They're a good team. Cincinnati's I, a good team. Well, in the preseason, I didn't give Joe Burrow his due credit. I was leaving him out of top tens, which now we obviously we now know with the eye test. He's definitely a top ten quarterback. And I, I just threw away the Bengals team entirely. I was like, that was a fluke season. Obviously it wasn't. They're they're good. Fluke. And not they started real. off bad. They started off pretty pretty shaky. I'm I'm switching it up. I'm not doing I, I don't want to do all NFL. Because this is just all picks, right? It could be anything. It could be want, anything yeah. you want. I just love football. There's a UFC fight that's going on in Brazil. Rio de Janeiro. Rio de Janeiro now. I didn't say it right. Rio de Janeiro. There we go. There it is. Just kind of fell out of my mouth. I'm gonna Not take a lot of things fall out of your mouth. When uh, you get in your mouth, you just chew and you eat and you swallow. 
Bella, you know? It's just mean. It's just mean today, <laughs> huh, Bruno? That's what we're doing. Yeah. Oh, come on. Can give it, but can't take it, huh? Yeah, I can't believe you would say something like that. I would never. Uh, the fight that I'm going to take, I'm not going to take the main event. I'm going to take the co-main. Moreno versus Figueredo. Is this their fourth? This is four. I believe so. Is, it's fun, but the other flyweights are like, hey, when do we get a shot? You don't. <laughs> you don't. Because yeah. they both of these guys have uh, outstanding like fandom. They're just they're they're as big as they can get inside of all the, the Latin American countries. Uh where is Moreno from? Mexico. Where is Figueredo from? Brazil. I think Figueredo is a smart pick just off of plus, how we've seen the last fights. Plus money, too. Plus so, 102. So the one um, Moreno won, Figueredo didn't look like himself. He yeah. looked extremely slow, like he had a bad cut. They were making it a point from Figueredo's side of the camp that they were showing him basically on weight three days beforehand, which if he can get acclimated to that weight and then perform the way when he beat Moreno, which was a savage. No, I think, I think Figueredo's the home run pick. He looked healthy. Yep, and so. that's who we're taking. We're taking Figueredo plus 102, just outright winner mm-hmm. in that match, and I think he will. He'll hold on to the belt. That'll be the best fight on that card. I yeah. think it. I think it. it's the most fun one besides, uh, obviously, the main event, Hill Teixeira. I don't know. Light heavyweights hit hard, so it can end really fast. So to go through it again here, the, the picks that we have here, Cincinnati Bengals plus 5.5, mm-hmm. Dallas Cowboys plus 3.5, and, mm-hmm. and then Davison Figueredo plus 102. All on FanDuel. Put $10 on that parlay to win you $65.61. It's a plus $6.56. That's pretty high for what we usually do, but I like it. I love this. I love this one. Hey, mine's probably the scariest one. I know. No. Scariest one is Mr. Ohio over there. I I like the Bengals. Look, if you're giving me the idea of the Cowboys defense just swarming a rookie quarterback that hasn't been tested really, in the sense of having to come back from a deficit, I I love that idea. The Bills can put up 100 points in a game. The Dolphins covered five and a half with a third-string quarterback. I know, and, and do you not think that doesn't piss off Josh Allen and the Bills? In Buffalo, I don't think it matters. I, I think the Buffalo's way overrated, insanely overrated. I do think they are overrated. I think there's a good chance Bengals come out 27-0 like the Chargers did and finish 40-0. I, I really do. Mm. I feel like the Bengals are a ticking time bomb of, a, of emotion. That's that's going to be our picks there. I like him. I like him this week. This is going to be a fun one. Uh, remember, though, all of this, the real safe pick will always be Austin Hardy, State Farm Insurance Agent. You can find him 7110 Town Center Way, Suite 1 in Brentwood, or online at insuredwithaustin.com. Also, you can jump on the phone, 615-810-9999. Remember, it's always getting somebody on your side and in your corner. Austin Hardy, young guy, trying to do that for you. If you're looking or thinking about maybe life insurance or maybe your home and auto or whatever it is, he is there for you. Go check it all out. InsuredWithAustin.com. This has been your Keeping You Safe pick. The real safe pick you can choose is Austin Hardy with State Farm Insurance for home and auto. Give Austin a call at 615-810-9999. 
Good afternoon. We still see that steady flow of traffic on 24 out through Rutherford County this afternoon. Rutherford and Coffee. Common mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.com. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS, and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. Prescription products require an online consultation with a health care provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey, guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Slim's Tinder Mac Bowls are back. We start with a three cheese blend to make our delicious mac and top it with chopped hand breaded tenders and Colby Jack cheese. Try the tender mac bowl meal or the buffalo tender mac bowl meal, both served with Texas toast and a medium drink. But hurry, they're only around for a limited time. Download the Slim Chickens app to order and earn rewards. The afternoon stretch. Eventually, they'll have music beds for men. The afternoon stretch. Bruno Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams here in the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center studio. Final moments of the first hour. Got a whole second hour coming up. If you want to jump in, 615-844-5600. There was a lot of good stuff in the first hour here, talking a lot of the Rand Carthon situation, getting the new Titans GM, his first press conference in front of the media, which I think he handled himself great. A lot of questions that come out. Some of the stuff he said were obviously media, so we get to dissect every single word and pontificate. Yeah, to him, it's just, you know, off the top of his head, the most bare-bones answer he can give just to get home for the day. He's like, i got to answer some questions, then I can go crank some 90s on Fortnite, you know? You know what he's going to do right now, though, actually? What? Looking for a house here in Nashville, probably. Going to all the super nice neighborhoods, like, we made it. He's getting there, and he's like, all right, so uh, can I I get a home inspection on this one? They're like, (laughs) no. No, you're either going to say yes right now and give us all the money up front, or we're not giving you this house. Oh, and it just went up another $50,000. <laughs> so what do you want to do? <laughs> rent. Rent. Be smart. Just rent. You know? Be smart. Just rent? Just rent. Word? Who knows how long you'll be here? <laughs> I mean, probably don't live in Nashville unless you're going to do it within the next five years. You go up to Hendersonville. That'd be cool. Come, come. Hey, Rand. Come move by me. Come live up, think, come live up by me. I think you're out of his price range. I'm not going to say high or low, but I think you're out of it. <laughs> oh, I think it's higher. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> too high. Come on up. Well, I, I'll take him out to Slim Chickens. <laughs> oh, some, yeah. 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 All right. First hour is done. We got a second hour coming up. If you want to get in, we want to talk to you. was indeed a worker who accidentally deleted computer files while upgrading the notice to air mission system. The agency says there's no evidence of a cyber attack or any malicious intent. A Walmart shooting last night in Evansville, Indiana. The suspect chased through the store, exchanging gunfire with police, eventually shot and killed. At least one person was wounded and taken to the hospital. This is ABC News. Attention all business owners who rent or lease space, including storage space. Stop wasting your money paying someone else for your space. You can now save a ton of money and own your own building with unbelievable extended end-of-year sale prices from General Steel. That's right. Start saving money every month on renting space from others. Just call 888-74-STEEL to see how General Steel can help you save money. Our 50-year structural warranty buildings are custom designed for your needs and save you a ton of money. Call 888-74-STEEL. Steel. Take it from a successful entrepreneur. If you need to expand or start a new business, you need General Steel. Great team and the competitive pricing is the reason I went with General Steel. Call 888-74-STEEL now and you can get any of our popular quick construction structures, including a 40 by 60 foot building or a 50 by 100 clear span building. Act fast because for a limited time only, General Steel is extending its end of year savings. Call 888-74-STEEL. That's 888-747-8335. 888-74-STEEL. WNSR, Nashville Sports Radio. NFL Plus is here, which means no matter where you are, this is how you football. You can stream live, local, and primetime regular season games on your phone or tablet. 45-minute game replays and more. That's how you do it right there. This is the NFL for every fan. This is football freedom. This is your game on the go. Wherever you are, this is how you football. Go to plus.nfl.com slash radio and start your free trial of NFL Plus today. Terms and conditions apply. If you need a staycation or planning a trip to Music City, stay at Bento Living Chestnut Hill. Voted the best boutique hotel in the city by the Nashville scene. Bento Living is located on the edge of bustling downtown and boasts on-site dining, shopping, live entertainment on the rooftop, and free fitness classes. Come experience Nashville like a local. Visit bentochestnuthill.com to book your Music City vacation today. 
Howdy, folks. I'm back to remind you about the best steakhouse in Music City, Bob's Steak and Chop House. The only place in Middle Tennessee to get A5 Wagyu steaks cooked to perfection. And when that special day rolls around to treat that special someone, make your reservation now at Bob's Steak and Chop House. From petite fillets to massive tomahawk ribeyes. When somebody asks where's the beef, you tell them Bob's Steak and Chop House. Make your Valentine's Day reservations now. And treat the best in your life with the best in Nashville. Bob's Steak and Chop House. At the Omni Nashville Hotel. Hey guys, it's Zach from the Afternoon Stretch. I want to invite you to T-Line Thursday, January 26th to join Bruno Reagan and myself for our live show. T-Line is located at 106 Duluth Avenue in Nashville and we will be there from 4 to 6 p.m. and you can meet Bruno and me, most importantly me, in person. Come hang out, enjoy the great food, games, and join the fun with us January 26th from 4 to 6 p.m. live from Nashville's first curling venue, T-Line Nashville. Afternoon stretch with Zach Williams and Bruno Reagan. Everybody stay calm. Stay Let's take some calls from the public, shall we? Join the afternoon stretch now. 615-844-5600. Now here's Bruno and Zach. Second hour of the afternoon stretch here on Nashville Sports Radio. Bruno Reagan, Devil McKenzie, Zach Williams here inside the Strike and Spare Family Fun Center Studios. If you want to get in, we want to talk to you. 615-844-5600. A lot going on today in the Music City. And a lot going on in Nashville Sports Radio as well. Tonight, Memphis Grizzlies basketball, 830. Got that coming up for you as well. 9 o'clock tip-off. Eric Kastein on the call for the Grizzlies. You're going to hear that here on Nashville Sports Radio. And then, obviously, we the first hour, we have dove in very deep into the Rand Carthon press conference. A lot of tidbits to pull out, a lot of different things to talk about inside of it. It's all speculation, though. Anything you hear, any other radio show, any person talking about it, any of these twitter posts that I just are like love how much like fake news there is from like all in, of it insiders there are two insiders in this entire business it's rap and it's chef and everyone else that calls himself an insider they're just collecting a check because they're friends with someone at a network i don't know if you saw that tweet i sent to you about pat mcafee and they were talking about zach wilson they listed off a bunch of things that zach wilson was doing wrong and it was like didn't go to meetings then pat mcafee immediately had to reply like our sources my personal sources tell me zach wilson never missed a meeting but it was the scott guy who's uh who, insider for nfl network Lyman. but it didn't have what's it called it wasn't it wasn't rap or it wasn't chef so i don't even believe it and then you can't believe half the stuff chef writes <laughs> so it's funny world out there funny world and it's sports so at the end of the day, even if you do lie, it's not like it's you know, vaccine misinformation. I don't know. Uh, yeah, well, because it's it's all you're you're able to do it because there's so much speculation around it that people don't really ever know. Yeah, it's so airtight, and and it really I think it's not only just airtight. I think that there's not that many lines of communication. Like people, people think there's just all these different lines of communication of like how a team's going to react or what a team's going to do, but really it's like one or two, three people talking about it. And that's it. It's not this, you know, a, a Mike Vrabel sending out an email to the entire Tennessee Titans organization about his plans for the, for the, how, what he believes a quarterback situation is going to be, you know, it, it, like that's not going to happen. That's, that's not what happens. Can I ask you a real 
off-topic question. Similar space, but off-topic. I would expect nothing less from you, Bruno. When Ariel Hawani announced Brock Lesnar, stole that announcement from the UFC like an hour before they made their big promo, like, and he just tweet, basically tweeted it out, and Dana was like, he ruined it for the fans. Do you, who do you think was in the wrong there? Do you think Ariel Hawani has like an obligation the second you get that news to immediately send it out? No. Yeah, Aaron yeah. Wani gets to put it out as much as he wants. Yeah, it's it's the journalist who gets to put it. If they get the news and they and it's from a reliable source, like because there is a bit of this is the other side. Unless the news is coming from the horse's mouth, there's always a bit of this may not be true. Well, that happened last year. Aaron Hawani said, "Oh, this fight's going to London." They announced the card. Everyone was like, "Where's it going to be?" And Aaron Hawani was like, "London." They moved it. After he said that, mm-hmm. they moved it because of him. Yeah. It's hilarious. Well, and that's they just, just want to slight him. Yeah, that's just Dana White that just hates him so much. But it's it's there is a truth to that, that some of the stuff that you see, it doesn't matter what sport, it doesn't matter what team, some of the news that comes out that gets like unofficially leaked, it always has to be taken with a bit of a grain of salt. A little salt bay. Just because it is, I mean, there's a risk to it. It may not happen. It really may not happen. Even if two sides verbally agree, if they don't get pinned to paper on something, it could totally blow up and not be there about deals that almost happen. You know what I mean? There's tons. There's probably millions of deals that almost happen. You you were set to go to the Colts. You were going to be an Indianapolis Colt. They told me I was going to be they told me I was going to be the backup for Ryan Kelly. That was crazy. I was looking up apartments. Yep. It's and how just crazy paper happens. never happened. Yeah. Never happened. So it it that's just that's just a real side effect of like spreading the news out there. Now, I think there's also a side effect of all this that, like the Zach Wilson story, because who do we believe? Which one do we believe? Pat McAfee show or, or Scott Kleiman? I don't know. I don't know which one you believe. But you can just put things out, and they might be true. They may be vague enough to be true. It's like astrology. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, it was like when I when – I, remember when I announced the Battlehawks were returning like a year and a half ago? I was like, they'll be back. Yeah, and I I had a source for that, but anyone could have said that, and it, you probably would have been right because that was the league's biggest market. Why wouldn't they be back? You know, there, there's so you a just shoot. You could have just lied. Roll the dice. <laughs> you could have a roll the dice and be like, "Oh, I'm right." Oh, there's one guy. I wish I could show you. I I don't know his name, but he was rolling the dice a lot, spreading fake news, and he was a podcaster. He all he had was a podcast. He somehow got a blue check when back when it was like quote unquote exclusive or whatever. So he probably paid five grand for it. Yeah. <laughs> he's on some so, Forbes so list. Was, yeah, he's so he was a podcaster and I mean this guy was blatantly lying. I'm surprised I never sent it to the group. I probably did. But yeah, it's it's not it's not it's not something unusual in the sports world. No. Everyone no. just wants their own piece of the pie. Because everybody in this industry wants to be the one that is the insider. Everyone does. That's why we and see all it's these it's hilarious accounts. that nobody is. Not a single person you listen to is an insider like that. Yeah. What, Don Don Davenport, she got the Forsberg news? Mm-hmm. That's like the last big thing I've seen any national media personality break. Yeah. It's the last thing it I can remember. It just doesn't happen. It just doesn't happen. But that's, you know, that's a part of the practice. It's part of the game. Uh, and, and people want to be – and also there's, there's the other side of the business that people want. They don't care about you giving a take or, or – sorry, they don't care about you giving breaking news. They want to hear your actual take on it because they appreciate – what it is you're talking about and what it could be and what it you know all this different stuff your the thoughts around it uh but that's you know there's so, some of these things that i think that i think that the news is just crazy like the zach wilson news i don't know what to believe inside of that 
I just don't know whose side I'm going to believe. Because it's so easy to believe that Zach Wilson was messing around, quote-unquote, and maybe he wasn't taking it serious or whatever because it, somehow it didn't work out, so you're just looking for any any reason why. It's the same reason people made, you know, it's the same reason people believed there was a pantheon of Greek gods one day. They just needed purpose. So the, these news stories, people need purpose. These news stories come out and people consume them, and even though they're blatantly wrong, I mean, that Aaron Rodgers news from Chef was – just made up nonsense. Mm. Sensational clickbait, and it worked. That's the worst part about all of it is it works. You want attention? Do something like that because it gets it. But I'll tell you this. When the news comes from the mouth of the news, I believe it. Like how with Rand Carthon, he said, I want to evaluate the quarterback position for the Tennessee Titans. Yeah, he didn't just – That's not speculation. Yeah, he, he, didn't, he didn't crown Ryan Tannehill. Tannehill's under contract. Yeah. Tannehill is their quarterback right now. You know, I guarantee he walks into the Chiefs job. He's not going to say, I want to evaluate Patrick Mahomes. That's a great point. You made a great point. Congrats. That's a great point. Because if you did, if you were the GM and in your introductory press conference for the Chiefs or the OC and you're like, we're going to reevaluate quarterback, fire, we should fire you in, we should fire you out of a catapult. We should make it a spectacle, and Kansas City would be one of the most watched events on local Kansas like City Like the history. pumpkin fling? Yeah, but a human, <laughs> and just watch your body splat the ground. That's what they should do if you ever said that about Patrick Mahomes in Kansas City. I'm excited. So the fact that he left it open-ended, that's a great point. Yeah, I- I'm excited to take over as GM of the Buffalo Bills. I'm I'm questioning Josh Allen now. No, you could just say we're, re- we're evaluating all positions, including quarterback. Uh, every per- Every reporter in there should go, why are you doing that? Yes. This is the most talented guy we've seen in years. But when Ryan Tannehill is getting questioned, it's it shows you that is that is no longer speculation. Rand Carthon has seen enough of Ryan Tannehill to be like, no, it's not going to work. We know it's not going to work. The Tennessee Titans know that is not the future of this team. I'll tell you what, we we don't even know Rand Carthon's biggest decision if it's even going to play out yet. He's kind of getting I'm excited. Bailed out. Well, he's kind of getting bailed out by Brock Purdy because we never got to see if Trey Lance was like the hit or the bust, you know. So well, and see that's the other rumor, and that's really what this whole thing we were talking about tweets coming out and these rumors, the, the Trey Lance news. I understand it. You get a guy who is on another staff, and he becomes a GM, and you see it. And then Brock Purdy, this young guy, takes over, so it looks like the first-rounder talent's going to be slighted like they did with Jimmy G and Mm -hmm. all this stuff, you know. So you're like, okay, maybe he wants to. Maybe he wants to. And you have the Art Smith going to to Atlanta and just grabbing every Titans player because that's who he knows and that's who he sees and he likes and all that kind of stuff. So that you get that kind of idea that, oh, well, I mean – he was a part of drafting Trey Lance. He was a part of seeing him every day. He's going to bring Trey Lance in. I don't believe that. I don't believe that's the way. Because this is the thing. He says, I want to evaluate the quarterback spot. I, which I think is 100% fair. That needs to be his first thing he does. I need to evaluate the quarterback spot. But I don't think that the following sentence in his mind is, I want to get Trey Lance. I don't think that. I do not think that. I, you know what I would love? This is the thing. If I'm sitting at a a, a a menu and I'm picking what I want of Rand Carthon, I'm in a drive-through menu of Rand Carthon. I'm saying what he does with the Tennessee Titans. The the I want the number one. You know what the number one is, Bruno? The number one is trade up and get a quarterback in this draft and build from that guy. That's what I want. Well, there's only two options I like. 
and that's CJ Shroud or Bryce Young. Everyone else, I'm not uh, Anthony Richardson. Like, what if that's what if that's it? What if the Titans draft Anthony Richardson? Eww, you know, I will. That stinky I will spell. <laughs> burn this city to the ground. Whoa. <laughs> hey man, take it easy. Is <laughs> <laughs> that Drake and Josh? Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, no, but seriously, I uh, yeah, I mean, I I just might I, I'd have to declare a different fandom if that's the move, but. Well, you said you already said the name that I'm talking about. And the name I'm talking about is C.J. Stroud. Yeah, I, I, I think you're not going to be able to get Bryce Young without going to the very first pick, but I think you are going to be able to move up and get a guy like C.J. Stroud. There is a possibility that C.J. Stroud is taken with the first overall pick. So, do you risk it? Do you roll the dice? There's no. no he's not going to be taken by the Bears. Well, I know, but. Somebody like that, that pick, someone's taking no, that somebody pick. Somebody might trade. Yeah, yeah. Oh, no, I agree with that. I we all, I love how we all assume that pick's going to get traded. It might not. They might just be like, just grab Will Anderson with that pick. They can get a haul because some team out there needs a quarterback. Every year we get into draft talk, everybody's like, trade, trade. back, trade back. You got to trade back right now. And it never ends up happening, hardly. It, you, except when you got the Titans who traded A.J. Brown to move up. Like, what were they? They moved up like 10 had, picks. Yeah. <laughs> that they, was they traded a first round pick and AJ Brown to take the 16th round pick. I know. Or, or sorry, the 16th. I know. Pick. I remember. I was there. Wait, no, I wasn't there. You call you FaceTimed me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was naked. You were naked in the hotel room. <laughs> I was like, no way. I was sitting exactly like this. If you watch the video feed, my phone was posted up on my computer. And I was sitting exactly like this with my chest, and Zach was talking to my chest. <laughs> Gross. That was gross. I'm way close. I'm way too close to Bruno. Uh, no, that's that's the, that's the real side of it, though. That that's the real side of it. They're gonna have to move up. I want to see Rand Carthon. That's what I want to see. I want to see the Titans move up and and try to declare a future. And you know, if it's wrong, it's wrong. But try. This is a good. I I like this quarterback class. Yeah, this is the one to do it in. This is the one to do it in. If you're gonna move up, this is the time. Yeah. Who would you like against C.J. Stroud or Bryce Young? You like C.J. Stroud. You like C.J. Stroud? I'd like to go C.J. Stroud. Yeah. Mm. I think he fits well with what the Titans currently have. I think he, he him and Derrick Henry back there would be a great tandem. If that, because I think they're keeping Derrick Henry. No that looks what. like a guy with something to say. Next year's quarterback draft class is absolutely unreal. Caleb Williams, Drake May, who's. Absolutely insane. And I he's can't believe he's staying in North Carolina. Yeah, UNC. Right? Which yeah. I, I like. He had to come out and announce that he was staying because people were like thinking that he would leave because he's that good. He could yeah, literally yeah. go anywhere and play anywhere that he wants to. Michael Penix Jr. is a stud. Quinn Ewers is going to come out. He might be good depending on how Texas is next year. It is Texas. Bo Nix, I, I don't really know what people see about him, but that draft class next year is pretty solid as well. You're forgetting one name too. The real stud. He's going to end up being your Heisman next year. Spencer Rattler. It's going to happen. I mean, it just it is the makings. This guy is going to just take his last year and just burn the SEC down with touchdowns. He's going to be – look, I'll say this, hot take, he's going to be in the finalist for Heisman. I don't know if he wins it, but he's going to be there. I will live there. my entire life as a Vanderbilt Connect and never get to see them beat South Carolina, will I? No. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe after him. Maybe once he's gone. No, we've said that for the past 15 years. Yeah, y'all got Connor beat by Shaw. a GA. <laughs> yeah, that was ridiculous. He drove down the field on us. <laughs> Just hadn't thrown a ball in a year. And he was like, all right, let's do this. <laughs> Wins. Tannehill only has one year left, right? 
Uh, no, I believe he's got a couple more years, but he's got one year of like real uh, cap hit. Okay. I believe. So, uh, I got to look up his. Yeah, I've only looked Tannehill it up five got, times. Tannehill got a top ten contract, and he's it's crazy how fast you become not top ten. So you wouldn't you you wouldn't want to just tank for Caleb. Tank, that's the magic word right there. Tank. No. Because because if you do that, you're you're losing a year of Derrick Henry, and there's look. I, this is the last year I think you get of, of like top end talent of Derrick Henry. Who says you keep Derrick Henry this year? Well, I think I think well I think Rank Carthon did. Uh, he said it pretty well. Uh, yeah, they're, yeah. They're, he didn't say we're going to evaluate the running back room too. He said we're building. We can build around Derrick Henry. The dead cap hit for Ryan Tannehill this year is eighteen eight million, right? Uh, so or eighteen eight eighteen point eight million. Uh, last year it was fifty-seven million. So there is, after this year, you get down nine point two. I mean, he still has till twenty twenty-five on his deal. He's an unrestricted free agent in twenty twenty-four. Um, after this deal, though, or sorry, no, that'd be twenty twenty-six. I don't know. That's messed up right there. But all the same, he still has. He still has. Uh, yeah, no, this is last year's contract. Sorry, I'm I'm looking at it wrong. It, yes, Devlin, this is his last year of his contract. Um, I think they get out of them though. I do think they get out of them. I think if you're going to be able to move forward, uh, for this team, you, you have to get away from them. You really do. Uh, Tannehill has been, he has been the lifeboat that has kept the Titans afloat. And I think that's great. It's time to get back on the ship. That's what it is. Titans were, Titans were Tom Hanks and Castaway. Screaming. Isaiah Wilson <laughs> asking for help and they couldn't get it. And then Tannehill was that boat to keep them afloat. But it's time to get back on the ship and start sailing towards real goals, which is winning Super Bowls. And, and you're not getting that listen, with him. Listen, Mike Vrabel, you don't like Mike Vrabel doesn't get a year to tank. No. Like he tanks, he might be f- fired. Yeah. That's that's just the truth. So you don't, you don't have time to sit and tank and draft and prepare. No, you're I, there is no like the the Texans the last 2 to 3 years are the closest thing we'll see to like tanking and coaches taking, you know, just kind of taking paychecks to get fired. That's the closest we'll see to in the NFL. Everyone else is coaching to win every single year and they're coaching for their job. I would I would you rather him and I'll just I want y'all to think about this. Don't answer it. We'll talk about it when we come back on the okay. other side. Rather than trade for a veteran quarterback that is open now or draft one. Move up and draft a future quarterback rookie deal. That's And I want callers to jump in on this as well. 615-844-5600. Jump in after this here on the afternoon stretch. Good afternoon. I still see that heavy traffic trying to get down out of Kentucky this afternoon. It's been crazy up there on 65 southbound, leaving Kentucky, trying to get across the state line into and through Robertson County. Traffic's busy out here for a Friday on 40 out through Mount Julia. That heavy traffic continues through Wilson Smith County. It's busy down through Brentwood, Franklin, and hey, at least it is moving. Hey, Snapdragon Hemp, serving up lab-tested top-shelf hemp products across Tennessee and the entire nation. Edibles, flowers, concentrates. They're online at snapdragon420.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on-time traffic. And we're right back here on the afternoon stretch. That was a tremendous break. Really got a lot of race in there. A lot of rest. A lot of rest. But we are right back in it here. Look, 
This is, uh, this is a situation. If you want to jump in, 615-844-5600. We want to talk to you. We want to hear from you. Uh, it, it's the question I ask, Bruno. Let's get into it. Would you, and I'll restate it for because I know it's been so long since I asked it. Uh, people might have forgot already. Would you rather Rand Carthon and Tennessee Titans trade for a Derek Carr, someone of that caliber, bring them in? Because you know, that's one of the names obviously floating around now in the trade market, uh, this early stage of it. Or would you rather them trade up and move up in the draft and grab someone like a C.J. Stroud, Bryce Young, whoever in that, or even a Will Levis? Look at the quarterbacks that were in the playoff this year. Justin Herbert, Trevor Lawrence, Patrick Mahomes, jo- uh, Joe Burrow, Josh Allen, uh, Brock Purdy. I mean, who was the last veteran quarterback? There are two off the top of my head that could you could say worked out, quote-unquote, for the team. The last two. Geno Smith and Tom Brady when he went to Tampa. What? Oh, you were looking at me like I said something crazy. Keep going. You're doing good. Geno Smith and Tom Brady. That's two hits out of, like, what, probably the 15 or 20. The Titans cannot go another veteran and expect and expect just the fans to get behind it, the scouts to get behind it, because you're just going to be looking. You're just extending your problem. That's just putting a credit card on another credit card. You go veteran, you're going to end up like you're no better than the Colts and mm. the collapse they've seen in the AFC South. Yeah. If you're going to do anything with the quarterback position, you need to go young, the most talented and build them up and build around them. I, I agree. I think that's the best way to do it. I think that's uh, Derek the best Carr way. Would be a disaster here in Tennessee. Yes, he'd be a disaster. You know, he might be good for the stats. That's the real side of it. He might be good for the stats side of it. But I don't think. I think you're just getting the same bill of Ryan Tannehill. I really do. I think you're getting the same, the same positioning as where the Titans are now with Ryan Tannehill is what you would get with someone like that. And I think. It's new blood, too. This is the other side of Derek it. Derek Car- Carr, Darren Waller, Josh Jacobs, Devontae Adams, Hunter Renfro. He had all the weapons, and they still couldn't succeed. The ultimate weapon was Hunter Renfro. <laughs> Just, well, he, dis- he dropped off the planet. He showed up the last game of the season. The last game of the season, he had a good game. It was crazy. <laughs> it made no sense, but shout out to Hunter Renfro. Uh, You'll be on the waiver wires immediately after every draft next season. And you're going to go wherever Tom Brady's going to go. <laughs> you fit the bill, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, yeah, no, I, I think that this team right now, it's it's in such a it's in such a turning point for how the seasons can go. And and I and that's why I'm a, I'm kind of afraid of what we're hearing from Rand Carthon. The the adage of you know. I want to learn. I want to. I want to get involved with this team. I, I and hearing things like, yeah, a lot of the ways that it's been is the same that I'm used to already. Stuff like that. That makes me think. Okay, not a lot of changes are going to happen. The changes aren't really going to happen. But we know there's changes that are needed for this team. We know there's changes for the Tennessee Titans. But they're not. Are 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 they really going well, to do it? Well, it's not his fault that Ryan Tannehill's under contract for two more years. You know, it's not his fault. That's that's just a terrible situation. Yeah, they have the out this year. They have an out, a potential out this year. That's a lot. And I think they're going to play it. I don't think they hold on one more year. I could not. I would hey, not. I, be would, able to I believe would have it. a lot of respect if they moved on and they made. A, they moved on from that. Then they make a play up in the draft for a quarterback, and the, you would have to get into like the top three or four to safely get one of those two guys you want. 
And then to Titans, you know, if they end up going Will Levis or Richardson, I will be disappointed. Richardson's and, a miss, dude. I, I, look, I shouldn't say that. I really shouldn't because that, that's one that can come back and bite people. You know, you're going to end up on the cold. What was the freezing cold takes on Twitter where you're like, Richardson's a miss, and then he just comes out and blows up the world, but I'm but not. But that's a good thing. If That's a good thing. If we're wrong, that's a great thing. Yeah. There's a reason we won't be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I watch Anthony Richardson lose to Vanderbilt, mm-hmm. bro. Come on. NFL, come on. No. Hendon Hooker, Stetson Bennett. See that's the Stay other side of this. Guys. Do you bring one? Do you try to take a? Do you, if you don't do that, if you what, don't take one of those mid round guys and start him over Ryan Tannehill, and no, then, but I think they're going to move on from Tannehill. But do you see a situation where they move on from Tannehill? They bring in Dobbs. They have Malik Willis. They bring in one of those mid round quarterbacks and just have like a. It's like oh the it's like the Joker in Dark Knight. God, you know what I this mean? This is no. This sounds like hell on earth. I mean, I'm trying to think. Of, that sounds like quarterback Broncos rooms with like Brock Osweiler, uh, what's his name, Drew Locke, like Paxton Lynch. Like, yeah, well, let's just let's just bring all these trash people, and maybe one of them will show up one day. Yeah, it's awful. It sounds terrible. No, it sounds terrible. Just Dark Knight Joker. He's just like, we're gonna have tryouts. Yeah. <laughs> Make it fast. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like whoever it's gonna be, whoever it's gonna be, and then Stetson Bennett wins the job probably. If it's him, that's the real side of it. No one wants to admit it. Uh, I'd have to say sorry for being so mean to him. Yeah, yeah. But then I remember. The down, then I, I remember. Yeah. <laughs> then I remember we were in the same like graduating high school class. So. <laughs> that's that is a true statement. That is hundred percent true statement. Let's uh, turn our attention here. Let's go and look at some of these divisional round playoffs coming up here. This week, I want to talk each individual game here. We, we talked a little bit of them yesterday, obviously, and made our picks. I want to talk about them in a different light here. The Chiefs, Jaguars, in Arrowhead, over under 53, nine-point nine favorites are the Kansas City Chiefs. That's actually moved a little bit, I believe, mm-hmm, since yesterday. The, uh, the Jaguars beat the Chiefs if blank. The Jaguars beat the Chiefs if they the Chiefs have shown that this is possible, they can also hit hit in hit they can hit an imaginary wall at, at half. They the Chiefs have this perplexed situation in playoffs where they look like an, an entirely different team out of nowhere. Happened in the Super Bowl mm. and it happened in happened in the AFC Championship game last last season. Right. Just totally different teams. So the Chiefs are up 21-10, 24-3. And they go to halftime, and they're like, it's not like anything crazy happens in halftime, like new plays or anything. But if they go into halftime, they're like, oh, we won this game. Let's start preparing for Let's start, you know, celebrating, getting ready for the Super Bowl. Whatever happened in last year's AFC Championship game happens in the, this divisional round, that's how they lose. You yeah. know, they get comfortable. They get complacent. You got to run there. You got to try and run up the score. I agree. I think I think Patrick. Remember, we talked about this. Patrick Rones had an interview right before uh, uh, it was with like Fox uh, pregame crew or whatever, and and they talked about with him, you know, getting to the Super Bowl and how he almost feels like he took it for granted at one point. Uh, and he says, "I'm not doing that anymore." Like when we went up at halftime over the Bengals in the AFC Championship game, and we lose that game, every quarter 
is the last quarter I'm playing in a game from now on in the playoffs. Every single quarter. And if you get a determined Patrick Mahomes that is like, I, I think I can lose the game at any point. I have to play my best. It's dangerous. So I think you're right. I think if they run, if they run that score up, which is the it's the only option for every play, win 82 to three if they have to, doesn't matter. But I think Jaguars win if Evan Ingram gets more than three receptions. I saw this on <laughs> I saw this stat. Uh, Evan Ingram has never gotten more than three receptions against the Chiefs. So if you can get him, it's one of those just random stats where like, hey, if you get him involved, maybe you can kind of break a yeah, skin. Yeah, it's the it's the uh, you know he's uh, Trevor Lawrence has never lost in the playoffs <laughs> on or on, in the Saturday exactly. on Saturday. It's the exact yeah, yeah. same thing. And what's crazy is these national shows will say that as like serious answers too. They'll be like well, wins something about it on that Gregorian calendar. If just fits the it. Jaguars <laughs> had their starting left tackle Taylor Luan, <laughs> may. <laughs> All-time great Titans Twitter moment. I mean, it really was. That that should be, like, consistently played over and over again a million times. Yeah. That That's how good that was. For me, I think it, it's it's the the one recipe. I'll tell you, the first team figured it out was the Indianapolis Colts. To, to, to beat the Chiefs, the Wait. recipe is very simple. Keep the offense off the field. Keep the Chiefs offense off the field. By any means necessary. Running the ball. If you're able to consistently run the ball at a four-yard click, where you're just you're working the three count efficient, mm-hmm. and you're just draining times off. I'll never forget it was twenty. It's the most I, important stat people will never talk about. It's called run efficiency. Twenty nineteen, I believe, is the year they ended up winning the Super Bowl. But they played the Colts on it was a Sunday night or a Monday night game. It was a primetime matchup, and it was Jacoby Brissett at quarterback for the Indianapolis Colts and Marlon Mack in the backfield, and they just four five yards a tote. Ran the ball, would start out in the 20, move it all the way in, score inside the five, and they just kept doing it. And you could just see on the sideline, Patrick Mahomes just sitting there like, I can't I can't do anything. It kind of reminds me of, I don't even know if you remember this game. Remember when the Cardinals and Raiders played on that Thursday night football and Derek Carr was on the sideline for what yes. felt like 45 minutes as the the Cardinals was came that the back. beginning of this season? Yes, it that was. was yeah, yeah, it was. It, he, but it, they were up by like 15. they didn't play for like forty five minutes. Or yes, the yeah. offense didn't. Like yeah. they just it was just Kyler Murray that like for a solid hour was just playing the end of the game, and Derek Carr is just sitting there as this watching his team lose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Red Bayou, uh, just kneeling the ball on the, offense, going up on defense, and keeping the water boy the on the sidelines. You know, that's another on the football. Etn's real, man. He's yeah, pl- no, he's really good. He's playing. He played. He's playing out of his mind possessed right now. Hey, we all. Whenever that draft pick happened, people are like, "What an idiot, Urban Meyer!" No, that was a tremendous pick by Urban Meyer. A tremendous pick by. Ur- they should thank Urban Meyer. Dude, what happened to uh? What was he? This is crazy. I forgot the last running back's name. James Robinson. James Robinson. Jets. Where is he? he got yeah, but he he wasn't even getting reps there. The, uh, what was his name? Some Michael red- Carter. No, it wasn't even him. At the- uh, it was like Zay- Zay- Zayvon yes. something. Yeah, I yeah. saw a TikTok from Zayvon's personal account, and he was like, yeah, man, I've been floating around random leagues for forever, and he's starting over James Robinson. Maybe we, we- – hey, and the Jags, remember at the beginning of the season, the only games they won were when James Robinson was getting touches, and just – it's crazy how much a team can change in a season. It's crazy. And it's also crazy that the Titans play Dennis Daly every single week when we see how other teams – 
I'm losing it. Zovon Zonavon Knight. Zonavan Knight. Yeah. Zonavan Knight. That's who it was. Zonavan. Zonavan. Thank you. I, I, like Donovan with the Z. Zonovan. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. No, I don't know. Running backs also, though, super interchangeable. That's the real side of it. I mean, look at Tony Pollard. Tony Pollard should be the starting running back for that team. It just feels like they're stuck with Zeke. Like, we got to use him, you know, contract-wise. Yeah. But I bet Tony Pollard appreciates a break every now and then, too. Oh, yeah. Of course. Of course. But harder. Uh, what about you, Devlin? The Jaguars beat the Chiefs if? The Chiefs make mistakes. Because, I, I, in my opinion, the Chiefs don't have to play their best football game to win this game. But the Jaguars do. So for the Jaguars to win this, the Chiefs have to make mistakes, which is inevitable. I mean, every team makes a mistake or however many during a game, but the Jags have to be able to capitalize on it. Well, no matter what it is, you have to capitalize on every single mistake that the Chiefs could make, and that's how you win the game. Because, I mean, like I said, the Jags have to play their best lights-out football. I think it's going to be a, bit, a banger of a game. I think it's going to be a game that comes down to the wire. I really do. It's going to be lit. <laughs> it's going to uh, be so rad. <laughs> Remember when people were saying that? It's going to be tubular. Uh... That was the Rob Deerdeck night days on MTV. It's going to be boss. <laughs> uh, the next biggest differential game, Giants-Eagles. The Giants beat the Eagles if. The Giants beat the Eagles if the Eagles disappear in a rapture-like event <laughs> that their souls leave their body and their lifeless husks are left on the field and the game gets canceled. I want the Giants to win so bad just for the chaos of it but when you look at the matchups of teams the Giants feel like the Titans of this year's playoffs the Giants feel like the Titans of this year's playoffs they're a good team it's unexplainable they're a good team they have this elite running back their quarterbacks uh what a tough smart guy fast and mobile sometimes it's not the whole package though. vanilla Vic is that really what they're calling him? yeah vanilla Vic that's crazy it's a tremendous nickname. That is it's a tremendous crazy. nickname. Crazy. Daniel Jones got jacked out of nowhere, too. I don't know. Take some of those John Morant tests and put them on Daniel Jones. See what's going on. Because <laughs> that dude got jacked. Uh, I think I think the Giants win if Vanilla Vic gets loose. If they if they can't. He's got to play out. He's got to. Yeah. Hey, Daniel Jones, three games to the rest of your life. You want to be. You want to be cemented in football history. Play the three craziest games of your life. Go crazy, and if you if you go crazy and you like lose ah! the game, yeah, you know. But if you lose the game, <laughs> if you lose the game throwing picks and going big, I think that's a way better way to go out than just quietly into the night, trying not trying and trying to be too conservative. Do you, does you get what I'm saying? Yeah, but look at look at the so look at the stat line of the last game against the Minnesota Vikings. Giants win 31-24. Daniel Jones 301 yards passing, two touchdowns over the year. He has 17 carries, 78 yards, no touchdown. Saquon Barkley, who is the running back of that team and going to be one of the prized jewel possessions of this offseason uh, for free agency, he had nine carries, 53 yards. He had two touchdowns that were set up by Daniel Jones, but he had 53 yards on the ground. The Giants win when Daniel Jones gets on the ground and gets carries. That's all he's got to do. If he can start effectively running rusher. the ball – he, and that's the thing. Here's the storyline. How do the Eagles win all their games? Jalen Hurts running the ball. That's, that's, I mean, how the did they lose kinda, the few games they lost? They got rushed on. Exactly. So I think there's a real, there's a real line here where, like, if, if you get Daniel Jones mobile out of the pocket, he's getting down the field, causing a lot of panic for that defense. 
That's how the Giants no win. There would be no greater disservice to the fandom of the Amer- – there would be no greater disservice to the, to the citizenships to the citizenry of America that the New York Giants end up at the Super Bowl. There is just no better – we should all get stimulus checks if that happens. <laughs> nine, seven, and one, and they get into – again, nine and seven. Yes, a And win a Super game. Bowl. I mean, just crazy. Well, just even getting there would be ridiculous. Devlin, what, what do you think? Giants win. Giants beat the Eagles if? The Eagles can't run. Mm. And not just Jalen Hurts. Obviously, Jalen Hurts oh, is a threat on his feet, especially in the red zone. But – Silently, Miles Sanders had 1,200 rushing yards. Yeah, really and, quiet. Uh, he's fifth in the league in rushing. If you can shut that down, you win the game. You keep this one-dimensional, one you can win the game. Mm, I like that. All right, we need to run to a break. If you want to jump in, 615-844-5600. Final segment coming up here on the Afternoon Stretch. Good afternoon. It's still working this break in Williamson County. Actually, it's in the Spring Hill area, 840, right here near Lewisburg Pike. A lot of people are still rubbernecking as they drive by. Still crazy slow to the north on 65 there at the Tennessee uh, Kentucky line. It's been wild up there all day in Robert, that section of Robertson County. Watch for some radar I 40 out through Dixon County. They've been out there quite a bit this afternoon. Snapdragon Hemp, serving up lab tested top shelf hemp products across Tennessee. We're talking edibles, flowers, concentrates. They're online. Snapdragon 420.com. I'm Commander Chuck with your on time traffic. Are you looking for a trusted partner who knows AT&T business inside and out? ABS Communications is an organization built on the premise that telecom solutions and working with companies like AT&T can often be complicated and the customer needs someone to help them navigate through these complexities. They make complex simple. Whether it's helping maintain, manage, or secure your business, ABS Communications is here to help all your business telecom and mobility needs. Their business was built with the goal of simplifying the process of connectivity for the customer and establishing a long long-term relationship of trust through transparency and accountability. ABS Communications is a top five AT&T authorized agent with over 200 years of AT&T technical experience. You can call Mark and the gang at 615-349-8588 or you can visit their website at abscomcomm.net. And remember, mention the McFarland Show to ABS and you could get up to $250 in a Visa gift card for new ABS business customers. Prescription products require an online consultation with a health care provider who will determine if a prescription is appropriate. Restrictions apply. See website for full details and important safety information. Subscription required. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same but is 90% cheaper? And you can get it online? Just go to 4 slash joy. At HIMS, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, a 100% online process, and trusted generic alternatives to the biggest brands at 90% off. That's right. Get generic for Viagra, the same active ingredient as brand name Viagra, but 90% cheaper. It's the same medication you get from your doctor, but with zero copay, no expensive appointments, and no awkward face-to-face conversations. To start your free online visit, you need to go to this exclusive address, 4 slash joy. That's 4 slash joy for your free online visit. F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. 
What's your next dream? Paying off your credit card? Remodeling your kitchen? Exploring the rainforest of Costa Rica? Whatever your dreams, they take some planning. And State Farm agent Austin Hardy is right here in the Middle Tennessee community to lend a hand. As your local good neighbor, he can help you look at the things you want to save for and come up with a plan to make those saving goals happen. Because your money should work just as hard as you to achieve your dreams. So whether it's being free of debt or free to roam the world, call State Farm agent Austin Hardy here in the Middle Tennessee community. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Your exclusive national sports radio, WNSR Sky Scan Forecast. For this afternoon, sunshine, high 48. Partly cloudy tonight, low 28. Sunshine Saturday, high 50. Clouds and showers Sunday, tapering off in the afternoon, high 48. Utilizing the resources of the Motherbug Network on National Sports Radio, I'm WNSR's meteorologist, Jim Rinaldi. Sports Radio, WNSR. The Afternoon Stretch with Zatch Williams and some dude named after a 1940s cartoon baby who is in reality a gangster on the run from the police. The Afternoon Stretch, final segment. Before we're done for the weekend. Bruno's excited for the weekend. There is no one more excited than Bruno, Ricardo of House Reagan, (laughs) to be at home in about an hour did uh how'd you do today in your max out good i mean it wasn't maxing it was 140 yard sprints oh i thought it was a max out day though i thought you were going no it's it's my max training conditioning it's my max conditioning pace so we did 100 140 yard sprints how fast not very it's 100 of them so it's very slow by the end of it yeah they did what's your 40 right now oh i don't know we don't test oh really what do you what if you had to ballpark it i would say probably five 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 six What's yeah. Devlin's right now? Devlin's Devlin's guy. I mean, you're low fours. Oh, I was gonna say maybe three nine on a three. Yeah, yeah, Devlin. If I don't stretch, I can maybe get that island, maybe a four one. Yeah, you can get the island. The Adidas <laughs> island. Yeah. Uh, who? No is one. No. John Ross. Yeah. Everyone on planet Earth thinks they're way faster in the forty than they really are. I wish we could all. I wish we could have state mandated forty yard dash tests. <laughs> that would be awesome. It's like the punch Joe pass Biden's kick. like, oh, everyone run the forty. He has the clock out there. Every American citizen. <laughs> it's going on till next next January. <laughs> That'd be awesome if Facebook made you post your forty video as your cover, as the, like the cover photo on your profile. It's just you running your forty in your time, and it was for everybody. Yeah, and everybody just knew right off the bat. Like you're slow. It's all that's like always the one. <laughs> that's like the one stat. Like you want to beat obesity? Do that. See yeah. how bad people feel. I, there would be people running seven seconds, and they would be like, "I probably run a five something." No, you run seven second forty. Every time when the draft comes out, people are like, "Oh, he's got the best forty. That means he's the guy. He's it." Never. John Ross was one of the worst picks I've ever seen. Who was the kid last year that I can't even remember? There was a kid that got beat John Ross's speed. He beat John Ross's time. Wasn't it the white DB that Deion Sanders was like, whoa, 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 he shouldn't be doing that. <laughs> he got eligibility. Uh, he was like, Deion Sanders, what do you mean by that? He's like, you know what I mean by that. Yeah. <laughs> this is a white guy. <laughs> I always love the commentary on the draft, too. Deion Sanders. Or the combine. Electra. He's, I think he's he, – some network should have just paid him. He, he He's being wasted in coaching. He's not being wasted, but – he was awesome. Yeah, because he has his own filming crew filming him all times. Yeah. He's just setting up a last dance kind of thing. That's all he's doing. Yeah. Smart. No, really he's, smart. He's a genius, man. Uh, let's turn it over and get some Bruno's bets going. 
Now, it's time to make money off of other people playing sports. Because taking gambling advice from a guy named Bruno isn't shady at all. This is Bruno's Bets. Undercard, or sorry, underdog. Undercard. I read undercard on my screen right now. Underdog edition. We love doing these on Fridays, getting in on these shows, looking at underdogs coming up and where we want to go with them. Bruno, do you want me to kick it off? Because I have mine lock, stock, and a barrel ready to go. I have one that people should like. Um, You, you can start. Uh, how about this? I'll start because mine's okay. a little more nonchalant. Let's do it. Paul Craig versus Johnny Walker. Johnny Walker is a light heavyweight who trained out of um, one of the top gyms in Ireland, same gym as Conor McGregor when Conor McGregor came up, under Kavanaugh. Um, Johnny, Johnny Walker had all this potential, and he's been getting knocked out cold for the last few fights. He's actually won his most recent one, but it was a bad stretch. And he was fighting monsters like Hill. He's fighting Hill, who's fighting for the title right now. Mm-hmm. It's not like he was fighting bums. But Paul Craig is someone who is not – he's no slouch. And Paul Craig is – a big underdog for not being a slouch. He's plus 170 against Johnny Walker. I think if you want a great value, low-risk, straight underdog, Paul Craig against Johnny Walker is your pick 100%. Yeah, Johnny Walker's weird, man. Like, the way he carries his body, it just – he looks so uncoordinated to Mm -hmm. be this – like, he was billed as, like, the the next John Jones. You want to know who was the last person to beat uh, Hill? Who was that? Paul Craig. Really? He broke. He had he had um, Hill in, like, a triangle with his legs. So, Paul Craig was on his back, and he put him in a triangle. But what a people – people will stop the choke of a triangle by applying pressure, and then your arm's free. He took Hill's arm, snapped it, and then rotated it around like it was a oh, soup Oh, I later. remember that. That I was Paul Craig, that. and he's fighting Johnny Walker. And he's a plus 170 underdog. Ooh. See? Hey, the plus That's, money is really se- sexy on the UFC card. But the UFC card is where you can make some money. Yeah, that's where I was really like repaying a lot of my college basketball debts from two years, my first <laughs> years of gambling. Those UFC cards. So. Paying it down to Vinny over there at the block. <laughs> <laughs> he was saying he's gonna take. We my met ass. by the meat shop beside <laughs> the parlor on West Ave. He told me he's gonna take my legs. <laughs> I had to get my money somehow. <laughs> Thank you, underdogs. <laughs> uh. Just lined up an actual scary situation for somebody probably right now. Um, yeah, I'm looking through here because I'm wanting to go UFC as well on this one. Oh, there's a good one. I could I could also. Well, Paul Craig's a good with. one. I already talked about Figueredo, who's an mm-hmm. underdog in this yep. one. I love that one. Glover Teixeira. I like the Glover Teixeira one. Fear the old man in a in a in a. I don't know what the actual quote is, but fear the old man in a world where young men die die quick. You know. Mm. And that's Glover to share in a nutshell. I, I, he is – he almost beat Yuri, who is really good. Yeah. He's really, really good. That light heavyweight, he was – I mean, he really was the next coming of John Jones. And Glover to share was beating – destroying people on his way to the belt when he got the belt. He was, that was the craziest ending to a fight I've seen in a while, just from, like, unpredictability. Mm-hmm. I mean, the way he finished – that was Amanda Nunez and Julia Pena. When Julia Pena upset her, she just put a rear naked in with no hooks – with just very low level grappling, but they're just, they're so tired. They're just, give me that neck. <laughs> that was a, such a crazy end to a fight. Uh, I, 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 he's winning that fight too. He was going to win on the scorecards. Score there's, there's something about old man strength. 
There's something about it. I remember playing pickup basketball, <laughs> and there was this old black guy that came on the court. He had to have been maybe soaking wet 180 pounds. He couldn't have been that much more. I sit at around 250. Daddy knows how to move his weight low on the blocks. This dude, I couldn't move him with a bulldozer. He, he was not a big dude at all. And I, but he was just something about this is this old guy walking in, just having that old guy strength. And I think that's Glover Deshera. He just has something. He's some old guy strength that just, there's no way that you're going to be able to beat him. Because you know what? You know what Glover Deshera is going to do? Win or lose? He's going to go back on his farm and farm. That's what he's going to do. He doesn't care. He, he would love to beat you, but he he's not going to. He remember he was fighting Anthony Smith and he's apologizing in the middle of the fight, breaking teeth out of the guy's face. Yeah, I remember that one. That was brutal. Yeah. And people are like, the slap league is so brutal. Like, yeah, was, no, that one was brutal. I've seen, I've seen some brutal stuff in the UFC. That guy was getting absolutely destroyed. Glover Sharers in the middle of it. Noticing it is like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> you know? So there's something about that old guy's strength. I love it. I think it's 100% Glover Sharers is going to take that win. Easy underdog. And look, think about that. We just picked three straight underdogs on that main card of Glover Sharers, Figueredo, on the show at least, and Paul Craig. That is tremendous value and if you want a real 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 wild card underdog you can go maggie i don't know what neil his, magny i don't know he's what plus 340 right now against gilbert burns i'm not nope. hey gilbert burns scary magny's really good though so it's one of those things you get two good fighters in a cage anything can happen gilbert burns is scary though I, gilbert burns does not he does he gilbert hits, burns man. he he trains like it's a championship about every single fight and that's something i very much respect about the guy he leaves no room for for error against anyone he'll give you his best all the time he really this is arguable he won that hamzat fight mm. whereas hamzat had to recover for like a year yeah. and a half after that fight. no for sure it was so brutal yeah and then he came out and what hamzat ended up fighting uh uh the loudmouth guy uh, gosh i can't believe kevin it. holland holland but, but yeah. he was signed on to fight nate, nate diaz. diaz that's how bad gilbert burns beat him really beat up hamzat that they had to go, they go fight Nate Diaz. That was the that was the marquee fight. Yeah. Night and day difference. And then they're like, oh, some uh, some Hamzat missed weight by ten pounds, so we had to work it out. There was some. You don't think tampering's real? Yeah. Dana White was tampering his ball. He's learned it from Tom Brady. <laughs> he learned how to tamper from the best. Sean Payton. He he's listening to these guys. He's like, let's just do that with my league. If you're feeling crazy, I look. This is my thought on this. If you want to take those underdogs. It's four leg parlay plus forty eight hundred. That's insane. Yeah. That's really insane. But if you take off that Neil Magny, it's a plus one thousand thirty two with the other ones. That's I like better. that one. Yeah. Three leg. I love that. That's the one I would go with. If so. there's any event or sport where three underdogs can hit like that, is the UFC. A hundred percent. And especially in these fights where, look, Figueroa is going to have all of Brazil behind him. That's just what's going to happen. And I think Teixeira is Brazilian. Teixeira is going to have all Brazil behind him. I think he's Brazilian, even though he lives in Maine or North e the Northeast United States. I think he's Brazilian ancestry. Yeah. And then if Paul Craig – look, Johnny Walker's a, an easy bet to lose a fight just because he he does and has. Uh, so there. Devlin, where are you at with yours? Bengals. <laughs> You're just taking them outright. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, I'm honestly shocked you even asked me. I really am. Yeah. Mm. Jungle's rocking, even though it's not there. I, that might be the best shot out of all of these. That if you're gonna if you're gonna get one, that's the one you're gonna get, because I 
I, I do like I do think we're gonna see a um I do think we're gonna see the Bills win and it's gonna end up being the Chiefs and Bills in the AFC championship and they're gonna have to play down in wherever if Atlanta. But the Bengals could make some noise. I expect the Bengals to win. I don't I, I don't think I expect them to win. That's mm. how I feel about that game. I think the Bengals are more of an expectation to win over the Bills than I think the Chiefs are over the Jags. That's how I honestly feel about it. Think it's a hot take? I'm sorry. That's just how. That's my the, hot take guy right now. The Jags, there's, there's, there is such a thing as getting hot at the right time. It's that meme where those two people are at the bus. One person's facing one way and they're sad, and the other person's looking towards the mountains and he has a camera and he's smiling. And one is advanced analytics. That's the sad guy, and the the happy guy is they're hot right now. That's the quote. Yeah. All right, we are done. Memphis Grizzly basketball taking over 8.30. Appreciate everybody calling and commenting and watching and however you did. Remember, if nobody's told you, I love you and you matter. Have a great weekend. We'll see you on the other side here on National Sports Radio.